0: Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.
1: Well, welcome back to this week's edition of the Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing podcast, and as I always say each week, as you listen in, you will get a variety of ahas, insights, tips, and how-tos for your book publishing and book marketing success, which also means publicity success, Um, and I always love to start that each show with a, a quote from my book, Snappy, Sassy, Salty Success, for authors. And I'm going to, we're we're going to be doing a combo today. We're going to talk about a lot of publicity-related ideas, which all means book marketing. So, the quote is, book marketing today is like going to the cereal aisle at a grocery store, all six shelves of it, and consuming a 60-foot row packed with every imaginable type of cereal. Your aisle is centered on the internet. It's time to go shopping. With that, coming back, it's my pleasure to ask Robin Zamora to join me once again. She's one of my favorite marketing pros out here, and she has both marketing and PR expert behind her name. She's also a top 20 small business marketing blogger. Robin teaches authors, experts, and small business owners how to rev up their brand online, get media exposure and increase sales with no-cost and low-cost marketing strategies. My fave. Her specialty is writing comprehensive marketing and publicity plans, so small businesses, owners, which, by the way, we authors are usually small business owners, can follow a detailed roadmap of what to do, when to do it, and why you should be doing it. The result, you'll stand out, gain credibility, and bring in the business that you would like to have. Hey, Robin, welcome back. Hey, All right, so we're talking about kind of two of my favorite things. Um, I, I, I Marketing, I, I think somehow I was born in it in my DNA. Um, and and the, the need to get publicity. Um, and all this month, I'm kind of focusing on those things. Those big exposures that authors need to be working on and getting. On that, So you used a phrase last time I talked with you that I loved, I loved it, I loved it, I wrote it down, and it was digital dinosaur. What in the heck is a digital dinosaur? Well,
2: it, it, it's a term that I use about um, people that aren't really familiar with the digital world and they feel totally out of it. So they do feel like a dinosaur in today's online digital marketing world.
1: So what they, they, they also do is practice, oh, let's be the ostrich and just put our head in the hole and just ignore it.
2: Yeah, that's true. And, and, and in today's world, digital world, it's not the best strategy, really, especially because it's an online world. It's a digital world. And, you know, you can be any age and be online. You don't have to be just 20 or 30 years old and be really quick With a computer and super savvy, you just need to know what works for you and for your business or for your book or for your for your project and and do it and, you know, learn the right strategies to meet your goals.
1: So, you know, now we come back to Robin, the the what word and I think the who word because we have we have to know who our market is for this so you don't bang your head on the wall and waste time and money, I guess. Um, and what we should be doing. So, if, if you're a, let's say you're a, you're a, a, a devotee of the digital dinosaur environment, how can we break the mindset?
2: Well, the mindset is really just wanting to actually get online, and and you know change the way that you think about how you promote your book or your services or your consulting or whatever is all wrapped up in that book and your book plan. Um, and it's just Making the decision to learn and to be open. There are so many tools. There's so much information. I mean, you have a wealth of information available, um, you know, for your people that are in your audience. And I think it's just making a decision. Okay, I'm going to learn a little bit at a time and I'm going to get okay at, you know, doing social media and I'm going to start small. I don't need to start on threads if I don't even know what the heck threads is. I could just start small on Facebook or I could pick another uh, platform. I could be, you know, start small on Instagram. And there's so much free information that's out there and free training.
1: And that's the plus. There is so much free stuff. Um, And I I think here's a, a little caution for all of you is especially some of my favorite sites that still are free um, that I've used for marketing related stuff. They are so peppered with ads. You have to be careful where you let your cursor land because you may end up going down a totally different tulip lane. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's its crazy to me. I don't know if you've noticed more ads, Robin.
2: But I, I am right because everything is all about getting paid membership and subscribe and building a subscriber base. You know, even if it, you know companies want to sign you on for oh, we'll just start at four ninety-five a month, and then next month, and then next year, it goes up to. Uh, 7 dollars a month. I mean, the the thing that I noticed, I signed on with Buffer, for example, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm on the legacy plan for so cheap, like eleven ninety five a month. But now, you know, they're offering extra bells, whistles, and it's all great. But, you know, the, the price goes up. So you have to be... Uh, conscious about it so that you don't um, so that you don't end up with a huge credit card bill at the end of the month saying what how did that happen
1: mm-hmm. or or you better be able to measure what the that credit card is charging and what your outcomes in I wish that um, I, I didn't start with buffer I started with HootSuite for my <laughs> social media and they have it's certainly increased and I have got so many channels. And so many things that um, I I would have been on my knees hoping for a legacy plan. They didn't do that. that's, that.
2: that's funny. So many different so many different platforms. But one of the things um, that a digital dinosaur um, would should understand is that you don't have to be on everything. You don't have to do everything. Start small with a good, solid plan, depending on what your goals are going to be, right? Are you going to be... Do you want to um, make a big splash? Do you want to be a TED speaker? Do you want to, um, you know, be a keynote speaker? Do you want to sell your books to libraries? <laughs> Every if There's so many different things that we have to consider. So think about goals and think about goals in small steps too, right? Three months, six mm-hmm. months, nine months, five years mm-hmm. from now, whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. exactly well that and you can have goals but now and i know you're going to kiss on this well we could kiss on it right now we could start the process you got to have a plan that will fit with your goals and that will be comfortable for you whether you're going to be the soloist or you're going to bring in a team um and do you want to touch on that one a little bit
2: sure Uh, um marketing or publicity plan um, should talk about where you are and where you want to go. And as every author has a different goal, some people just like to write a book and then once and done and not do anything with it. Other authors or uh, other authors want to make sure that they're going to use it as a lead generation tool, for example, to get Mm -hmm. speaking engagements, to do consulting. Mm -hmm. So I think that a plan is important because a roadmap um, takes you from where you are to where you wanna go. Based on what it is that you're looking to do with your business, and also with your life, and also what stage of business you're in, and what stage of life that you're in, because as we change, as we grow with our business, and as we get older, or as we change our goals and say, "Don't want to work eighty hours a week," I don't know if you were ever there, <laughs> and then you uh, uh, to, you know, uh, that would help. be a
1: sure week for me, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So a a plan is just is just according to what you want in your life and your business and what you want it to look like and following a plan makes it easier because you you're not just throwing darts at a wall. You have something to refer to that you've either done for yourself or that you've hired someone to do for you.
1: And and, and that's always important to to realize. I mean, I'm one that believes that I know what my time is worth, that there are certain things I, I, I can learn how to do and I actually know how to do. Um, I just don't have it in my bandwidth to do them all. So I got to get help. And I think that's really important for authors to understand.
2: Yeah, it's an investment. So, right, exactly. And I tell my clients all the time, well, how much is your time? You said it perfectly. How much is your time worth? Well, yes. um, you know, why would you do something if your time was valued at Two hundred and fifty dollars an hour or more. Um, Why would you do something worth ten dollars an hour that you can assign off or give it to somebody online or or Mm -hmm. an assistant or an intern? Not that I mean, minimum wage, of course, but, you know, you have a whole global economy of people that will do things. You just need to pick the right people and the right team and make sure that they have uh, the right experience, because a lot of people say they can do stuff. But, man, they they're it's not always the way that it is.
1: Well, I think that that's really important. So what I'd like to do, we're, we're coming up to our first break. And what I'd like to do is to, um, and I don't know, since as, as you write plans and do plans and do those things, mm-hmm. um, that we kind of start with um, a, a, what, what's a book publicity? What's a book marketing plan? And I mean, we've mentioned that. And so what I'd like to do is we're, as I said, we're right at our break, but when we come on back, That you kind of set the stage for it. So I I love the things. Okay, so what's point one? What's point two? What's point three? um, Kind of thing. We'll be right back.
0: is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these
3: is there a book in you or another author you shows you how to create develop and publish your book without being hoodwinked if you already have a book out You will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. AuthorU brings in national experts for its book camps and annual AuthorU extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics through AuthorU's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. AuthorU is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms. And it is free. Discover AuthorU, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join AuthorU today at AuthorU.org. You and me.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book...
1: And she's a marketing and PR consultant. And you can always find out more about Robin on her website, which is the old www. Or just put Robin Zamora, S-A-M-O-R-A dot com. Um, And you can follow her and you can find her and you can. I would encourage you to subscribe to her blog and so much more. All right. So looping back um, that, you know, before we get into that, you mentioned and I have to ask you. Uh, Threads has bubbled up this summer from Facebook. What do you think?
2: Okay, I just, uh, so funny. Um, my social media person just texted me just five minutes before our call and asked if I wanted to get on Threads. So um, it's interesting because it's just like, you're right, just bubbled up and, you know, it's it's growing faster. I, th- I think I read that it's growing faster than um chat GPT, people getting online so um, i think we're gonna, i i asked her i said do you want to add it on i said let's try it i'm willing
1: yeah i am too actually and i'm gonna go on i mean i've got between my couple of feeds i've got over sixty thousand on twitter and you know i i don't know what in the heck musk is due but and i always <sighs> said to people that if if the if the media bails i bail too you know, and I've seen a few leave, but I haven't seen a mass exodus yet. Have you?
2: No, I have not. Um, I'm not an expert on threads. Um, and but I, I think, though, that it's worth pursuing to take a look at. And if you've I mean, I like you. I'm a huge uh, proponent of an advocate for repurposing content. So if already I've already done the content and I need to resize it, just rephrase a little bit of the copy, um you know from my editorial calendar, then it's worth it for me to try. And if it doesn't work, no big deal. I mean, it's like, you know, Clubhouse, how long did Clubhouse go on for or is it still going on? I, I you know,
1: I think it's going on but I got bored with it. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I've, I, I, I actually I took the app off my phone. I just walked away from it. I think it's still going this fine. But it was um, I just got bored with the, the whole routine. I mean, it just it was like, all right, you have nothing better to do. I wish I could find something that says I have nothing better to do.
2: Well, you know, we were talking about the digital dinosaur, just I wanted to wrap up on that. And the, the it's overwhelming for digital dinosaurs, because there's so much out there, there's so much, you know, we're so our brains are so overstimulated. And I think that we have to like almost put on blinders. That's why we talk about this uh, book marketing or publicity plan, so that we are focused and we're not seeing all these bright shiny objects in our in our in front of us because you can't concentrate and then you just give up.
1: Mm-hmm. And it is easy to give up. So that's what you know. Robin and I are both going to get on. We're going to play with it, and then if we think it's worthwhile. Then we'll let our other people know about it, but I mean we have you know let the people who are a little bit more sophisticated test it out but and the reason why is if it takes off um or it's a good idea to begin at the front of it so yeah. you, get, you get carried with it and you'll you'll get more of a dominoing experience of people connecting with you. That's my thoughts on that. Do you have any thoughts there, Robin?
2: I'm with you hundred percent I agree.
1: Okay. All right. So we will, we will see if we weave through together with our threads as the year unfolds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So, the, so we, we want to embrace our digital dinosaurs. Um, they're out there. I know that when I'm working with clients, Robins, that are really truly post-70 and have not played around, I know I have to spend double the time working with them on things because there's so much technology involved in, in book publishing today. So, so that's what I have to do. All right, so let's get to the plan. Let's go to the plan. Um, so you've got some. Um, let's maybe maybe we could come up with some steps. How do you like this for the newbie? And what about for someone who's um, a friend said Judas do not use that phrase long in the tooth, but that that have been out there for a while, or you know their book's been around for a while, or maybe they're on their second or third book, so they're not. A dinosaur anymore but they're still maybe overwhelmed okay. what, what should we be doing
2: okay so one of the things that i think is really important is that um of course we have to know what our genre is right oh, we yes. have to know uh who our target audience is who our readers are Um, I think that uh, these are just general things that we have to have a website, even if it's a one page scrolling website. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to have um, an audience where you can uh, that you can stay in touch with through email. Email is not dead. Email um, lets you stay in touch with your fans, with your people that like, you know, trust, believe and love you. Um, I think that um, we have to think about your image, um, your brand as an author, um, if you're, especially if you're doing it yourself, and how you want to portray yourself to a global market. And to people that are fans in your genre. Now, for a more advanced level people, of course, they'll have all of this. Right. But they there they might have, you know, uh, book marketing postcards. They might have a press kit and you can do all that online. They'll, of course, be doing social media. Um, and then they can think about other things like blogging and being uh, 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 being a podcast guest or, um, you know, being part of uh, doing speaking engagements or they can think about virtual blog tours or they can think about contests and giveaways. But I think we have to start with like a... A basic premise, right? Of, of you've got your book, you've got your audience, you have a online branding, you have a website, and you have people that you're communicating with. And I think that social media is one of the most effective ways to do that. And particularly many people on Facebook, but of course, depending on what the niche is, and Instagram as well. LinkedIn. Yeah. If you're going to be doing more business oriented, like for me, LinkedIn is a big platform. Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends really on what your goals are. Your book is about what your expertise is about and the, the, and the amount of effort that you want to put in. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do online summits, you can do collaboration, you know, but we have to just really be realistic and, not over not not overwhelm ourselves because we'll just give up
1: mm-hmm. i th- i think that um i th- i th- i am so impressed with the um the broadness of what linkedin has been doing you know with their core creator and the new ability to do the, the newsletter, where you can just do a slight repurpose of a blog and drop it in a newsletter, and it go. They send it out to all your followers. Right. Um, I think that is humongous that uh, for communicating. Now, you know, I mourned because we had a, you know, at the time they did it, I think we had fourteen thousand or something like that in our Author You uh, group. And then they kind of put, group, you know, they threw groups under the bus for a while. Yeah. But, but you know, that thing has been growing. And we, my favorite thing was I could communicate with everyone in the group once a month and let them know this is happening or there's this really cool webinar you might want to jump on or whatever it is. But that, there's over 25,000 people in that group now. So, groups seem to be doing okay and linkedin has just expanded your ability to be to in 100 100 groups
2: yeah yeah i think you know the thing about groups is that you have to pay attention you have to be yes. if, you're, if you're going to be the leader of a group you have to you have to invest the time like anything um you know you can write a plan and that's great uh, but if you don't implement any of it, or if you don't pay attention, it's like a needy kid. If you don't pay attention, right, they're going to eat all the cookies in the kitchen. So you just want to make sure that you're paying attention to your groups, um, to your community. And I don't mean 24-7 either. It's, that's not necessary, mm-hmm. just so that you're engaged with them and that you're always providing value.
1: Right. And, and I think that, I mean, and the feedback on social media, we're getting Lesser and lesser on on the Facebook, but Instagram has blown up for authors, for for marketing, for sure. I mean, I, I have authors who are making a few thousand dollars every month just from their Instagram posts um, yeah. and driving to book sales. So that's been very effective. And I would to And
2: I think paired, um, and it will be interesting, as you said, to see what's going to happen with threads because um, – you know, because of the same, I'll call it, the same meta platform. But, you know, again, I think it's choosing wisely which platforms you choose, and also um, how much you know, and 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 choosing the right amount of time you don't have to kill yourself everybody thinks you have to kill yourself that's not the way that i think it's that it should be i think you should be mindful you should get the biggest bang for your buck know where your audience is create the right messaging that that is that relates to your target audience and then test it test it around a little bit see what works and be engaging and be fun people you know that i think is one of the problems that digital dinosaurs may have i don't know what to post i don't know what to say do i have to do video you know i think that you should experiment and be yourself but don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone
1: yeah, I think that that's very important and that for for those of you who are listening, I, I'm not going to call you a digital dinosaur because you come up with, I, I you know, I don't know what to post. I hear that all the time, Robin. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and my response often is, give me a chapter of your book. I will phone, find quickly anywhere from four to ten posts. That you can do a repurpose on and then just do a sandwich and opening, closing, and ta-da, get it going. Right. Um, I, I am I'm always amazed to for me, the lack of creativity sometimes. I think maybe that's the right phrase. The lack of creativity, you've already written it. Repurpose, and repurpose is one of my favorite words. Um, to not have to redo everything again
2: right and where do you think let me ask you where do you think ai comes in with that with ah,
1: content? Well, ai is an interesting animal i mean we're we're i know we're kissing our, our next break so I, I i think that's a great thing to come by how can you use robin i'm going to throw this at you how can we use ai to create a media message how can we create a program, I mean, I've got several ideas, and I know some of my clients are already doing it, of, of taking a chapter, asking whether it's chat, GPT, or any of the others, to create 20 social media posts. This everyone, here's a homework assignment, 20 social media posts, and you could say for a platform, Facebook or this or that, or just say generically, um, based on Whatever you put in, and I would just say, let's find out what they do. All right, we're gonna be right back.
0: is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Briles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these.
3: Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Briles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Briles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event.
0: Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Briles.
1: So, Robin and I were just starting to talk about AI, uh, as as is the rest of the world talking about AI, artificial intelligence. And I gave you, uh, you know, a, a task. But Robin Robin has been using it far more than I have. And she has done some of these scenarios. So let's talk about training AI. Maybe, Robin, let's kiss on that. How do we make the AI sound like it's Robin Zamora as you're, you would be doing it? Or how, how it, the voice sounds like me? How do we train that?
2: Okay. So... That's a great question that's <clears throat> AI is a fantastic tool and let's just remember that it's a tool it's not the end all um, of everything although it's it is going to revolutionize so much as far as time and efficiency so the first thing that I would do is of course you have to be on I'm just going to say chat GPT okay. Um, I'm just going to use that as a model. I have the professional version or the paid version, but you don't need that. Um, when you're going to start, you're just going to start asking questions, um, and you want it to be in your tone. So, um, say that you have a blog. So, I might say, "Act like a marketing director and write a 2,000-word blog on how to uh, on how to." Um, on what it, what are the best practices uh, for a book publicity and marketing plan make it friendly um make it friendly 10th grade reading level um informative and include 10 key points in a summary okay for example and then say i'd get that and then i'd say make it friendlier and when it finished or i'd say make it shorter um, and then you'd give it another assignment so that that the tool get that ChatGPT gets to know who you are. And then when you're happy with a blog or a chapter, for example, right, you can put that in and say, okay, act like a social media marketing director and create um, five Facebook posts from, from, uh, create five Facebook posts um, my audience, uh, my audience uh, are business people, entrepreneurs, um, whoever. And then watch what it comes up with, with um, int- with Twitter or now, you know, with Twitter or with Instagram, you could do the same thing and you can ask for hashtags also. So this will save you a lot of time. Now, you have to just make sure that it's in your voice. So for me, like you say, Judify, I say Robinize, I Robinize all of my car. Be. if I start it usually myself I might get some support by AI but it takes me a while to make sure that it's right that it's in my voice because my I'm not gonna just because now AI is here on my writing over the last 10 years if it doesn't sound like me I'm inauthentic right I'm a phony that's not me I will still take I will still take a, I will take some information that's been written for me and I'll just turn it and twist it and make it me it's it's a good it's a jumping off point
1: yeah for example my style is very blunt i'm very blunt to the point i don't run on i'm a big believer in one line paragraphs sometimes one word sentences you know sometimes the one word sentence and one word paragraph can be one and the same exactly but, yeah but you you have to go with what your comfort level is and understand that and then listen some of you who've been out here writing for a while there is no way you can unconvince me that your writing style and quality has changed over 10 years um, we all evolve and you could take some of your old stuff that maybe you haven't looked at um, and and throw it into the to the mix and see what it comes up with I, I play
2: yes when. I agree. agree. When chat GPT started, I don't know if you remember Judith, but you could barely get on. So I used to do it uh, right before I went to bed, like at midnight or so. And I I was like so mesmerized. It just kept spitting out new things. And I was so amazed. Now at least you can get on during the day. Um, But I think that it's a it's a great tool to play with that's exactly the right word and to test and you can do checklists and summaries and blogs and articles and table of contents and uh presentation ideas video scripts uh radio scripts uh Mm -hmm. podcast overview you can take somebody else's um say you like the style of something or the content you could take it put it into gpt and say make this um like my writing, but add this, 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 and this. It's So you don't want to, you're not plagiarizing. It's just you're using it as an example to um, enhance um, or to uh, transform or to add new ideas, brainstorm your own writing.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, one of the things you've said it a couple of times, and I know some listeners are going to think, wait a second, it can remember. So um, I don't know if all programs remember um, do they I mean there's a lot of AI programs out here do they remember the style so there's that continuity all the time
2: I'm not familiar like I haven't uh, some I have tried um, I have not purchased any other than um, um, I've looked at copy AI. I have looked at Jasper um, I don't know but chat GPT definitely knows who I am <laughs> that's a good thing
1: I do want to throw this out. I've mentioned it in a couple of earlier shows that I've done on AI. Um, but also all of you and Robin, I don't know if you know about perplexity, but the perplexity.ai, when you're doing research, or trying to pull things up. It gives you the resource for it nice. where they got your information, which is re- if you're writing any business related stuff, you want to know that. Okay. If you're, if you're citing anything, so knowing the source and of course, my strategy is if if I'm using a source of any side, i I, I do not footnotes. I try to avoid footnotes I avoid like the plague. Um, End notes, I usually try to avoid I like to just make it a narrative and incorporate it in my copy. So it stays put.
2: Yeah, I like that idea. If you have a if you're uh, like for me in my blogs, excuse me, oftentimes I add a link um, and it will go directly to the source. It's good also for organic SEO. So there are just a lot of ways that you can do it. But yes, in the narrative for sure. Just explaining what it is and doing it in a voice that's your own, in a tone that's your own.
1: You know, I like to link too, but I don't know if you've ever had the issue of your links get broken. That's a pain in the neck. So I find the narrative kind of covers your tush. Yeah, (laughs) Which I'm for. The other thing, um, I, I I don't know if your chat GPT, because um, I don't use, use that one, um, but that if you can automatically include, which I would encourage all of you to do on any kind of blogging that you're creating or articles, that you have an automatic copyright with the year and your name on it.
2: Ah, I, I am not familiar with that. That is something I don't know about. Tell me about that. Well,
1: I'm just I'd be great if it's remembering that or if you could or you just you, you just say it or you just say include copyright 2023, Judith bryles the Book Shepherd or, you know, for you um, in your, you know, Robert Zamara, um, marketing NPR consultant. I, I would include that because. These things get floating around and you may, you know, my fantasy is that, oh, they'll pick you up as a resource, (laughs) which I think would be great.
2: Um, I think that that's a terrific idea to add. Um, I actually am taking a AI masterclass now and I will ask um, the person that is leading that. um, I'm very excited about that. It's a great idea
1: yeah I, do, I just believe that you all any kind of, any kind of handout that, handouts that y'all do, um, that if you have any handouts with anything that you're on, make sure you copyright everything.
2: Totally agree. I know photographers do it all the time. Why don't writers do it? Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Now I have another person who, you know, with AI, they want to start adding HI, Robin, human intelligence. This is <laughs> human intelligence. So, I,
2: I think that would be, I think that's hilarious. I love it.
1: These things going on. All right. So um, plans. So we've got these basics. I'm, I'm, now I'm going to roll back to plans because we, we hit on that. Um, that. Is this something that, and when you're creating a book publicity plan, at, oh, and I do want to uh, come back because you mentioned virtual blog tours. Um, that should you do this as a DIY or is this where you should get some help? I
2: think if you have the time and you're willing to put in the research, I think you can do it yourself. It just depends what your, what your comfort level is. I mean, if you have a full-time job and you're making decent money and you have a family and you're doing a million things, then maybe you want to assign it off. It really depends all on a few things, time, money, resources, interest and how much you'll get frustrated by the process i think
1: Uh, (laughs) yes
2: and when you do it yourself um you know it takes maybe a longer time so when you do things yourself, it might, you'll you'll learn. I mean, like you and I both have learned, right, through the years, what works, what doesn't. Um, sometimes people just want to, you know, do it, pay for it once and done. And then they can do it maybe next time or they can hire a part-time marketing assistant or they can have an intern do it or they can have someone on the team do it. Um, uh, you know, building a team is super important. So, mm-hmm it's just what your tolerance level is to money, pain, time, resources and frustration.
1: Um, and right, and sometimes they change their order depending upon what. Oh what's yes. Good. Uh, yes. I've certainly experienced that.
2: Yes, and also what's most important in your life at the time. Again, I'm a big believer in your business or your your publicity, whatever, your book, everything has to kind of fit. And, and, you know, like the balance of, you know, housework, who does the housework, right? Or who takes care of the kids, that will always kind of change depending on what's going on. And we have to be flexible, we have to stay on our feet, we have to move on our toes, because life is not always the same. And we have to see how we feel about things, and also where we want to go with projects. So, You know, if you if you're doing a book and you want a big, huge splash, and you you know you've been working on it for forever, and you want it to come out next summer, um, well, great. I mean, you can start now, and you know it it take. I mean, you know as well as I do, we're talking at least six months out. You need to build a following, a platform, um, but then you can you know have someone guide you through the process, and they can help you do it.
1: I I think it's just smart to have some. you know, just a little guidance instead of winging it. It's like from my Blunders book, How to Avoid Book Publishing Blunders. Um, I've told people, if you want to save thousands of dollars of screw ups, because I'm going to guarantee you're going to make them. Th- this is the book you want. So we, we, ha- we all have these kind of things and we all make mistakes. OK, so we've got that moving along, which I kind of like um, on that. So let's let's can you kiss on platforms? little bit?
2: Sure. Um, You had already mentioned that um, Instagram is really popular with authors, Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. um, depending on who your audience is. So we know who the audience on Instagram is, a lot of female, but there are men there too, tends to skew a little bit younger, but doesn't mean that, you know, people over 50, 60 aren't on it as well. Okay, Um, so so,
1: Robin, can you hold that? I've, I've missed my cue. We're in our final, we're coming up to our final commercial and then we'll come back here. with me is Robin Zamora and we're t- we're kind of talking about a lot of stuff. We have AI in the mix. Um the commonality is your marketing and your publicity. Um and how to increase it, how to enhance it, how to build your influence. Um whether you're just putting your toe in the publishing waters or you've had both feet up to the knees in it. So okay. Robin, with that, we were um I I we were talking about a couple of things here as we went into the break one of them is I wanted to come back and kiss on the virtual blog but also we were talking about platforms and things if I recall correctly
2: That is correct. We were talking about um, what what can you can I give some insight on platforms? Well, again, depending on who your audience is, um, you had mentioned Instagram as a popular Mm -hmm. platform. um, And yes, sure. um, You know, the depending on who you're trying to reach. There's a lot of women on um, Instagram, younger women, of course, and some older women too. So it's not, you know, more um, older women than you might think are all, and I'd say 50 plus by older women. Um, Some men, I mean, when I go to an airport, I see guys on Instagram all the time. So I think that it's a really popular visual platform. You can uh, especially Um, If you're going to be investing the time and even an editorial calendar for your Instagram, meaning what are you going to post and how is it going to look? How are the the tiles, those individual images, how are the six going to look together? Um, I think that, that that can be really important, plus what you're doing with your book and images and if you're at a book signing or, you know, whatever it might be. Another one, of course, is Facebook. Um, uh, skews a little bit older. Um, young people not on it so much. You know, if you were if you were a young author, really young, and you know, and did a lot of video, TikTok. But I, I'm not a huge fan of TikTok for a couple of reasons. Um, and then again, this this Threads. I mean, Twitter, maybe Threads, maybe if it's really jumping up in popularity, but. If you're a if you're a business author, for sure, LinkedIn is definitely um, the place that you might be. But you don't have to be on everything because it's just going to make you feel inadequate and no one can make you feel bad except for yourself.
1: Well, I, I vote for that, too. So, <laughs> I just, you know, we've said this before. Pick just a couple, two, maximum three, and, and and learn them well. Do them well. Understand them before you jump into other areas. So that the reason why I asked about threads because you know I'm watching what's going on in twi- in the Twitter sphere um, and trying to make sense of it, which is difficult. And 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 again, if if the media jumps ship, then I will probably jump ship too. So,
2: I'd say keep an eye on and. and- and and put and you know try it. Why not? What's there? What's there to lose? If you've got a team helping you anyway, you're just repurposing coffee. So, I think it might, I, I'm gonna. I know that. Like I said, my um, social media person um, just had texted me and said, "You want to do threads?" I said, "Well, if you think so, yeah, let's try it."
1: Yep. Yep. that's what I agree too. Okay, so let's talk about momentum. Oh no, wait a minute. I want to come back to the virtual. The virtual blog tour is or. Would it be a video tour? I mean, where, I'm, where are you going, going?
2: Video. On? Okay. So first of all, virtual blog. Yeah, you could. But if I was going to put my money on a on on uh, a um uh, on a way to reach people, I would put my money into video. Now, video. Why? Because well. 89 oh, percent, probably now in the 90 percent of people that are marketing something are using video. People can watch it. You can use sub. You can add subtitles. People love to. People are just crazy about video and it's global. Um, So it's global. And they're watching it on their mobile phones. And as you probably know, there are more mobile phones in the world than toothbrush, toothbrushes, which is kind of icky. However, <laughs> the people are watching video like crazy. So. And for me, like I have a tripod, I use my iPhone. I have lights here in my office that I that I bought and that I use in my office anyway. And I say, yeah, go do whatever you're going to do. I'd say invest in video and 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 learn how to write.
1: mm mm-hmm. and, and the more you write, the better you get.
2: Fast. And, and the
1: more you write, the faster you write. Yes. It all comes together, everybody. All right. So let's talk about momentum, Robin. How do we, we've got all these balls in the air with different things going on it. Um, and everyone is busy. And of course, everyone has a different definition of what busy means. But how, how do we keep it all going and know what we're doing?
2: I think that it's super important to know what you want. And then to write and then to um, think that through. Um, I'm a big, like, for example, I have, you know, like the 12 week year. So, you know, what is it that you want to do and what are the steps that you need to do it and just go from there? I mean, it's just make it's basically making a decision what's important to you and what do you need to do, but not but to do it in in not to do 100 things a day, but to do five big things a day if you can and start with the one you hate the most first.
1: I have to ask you, there are 52 weeks in a year. You have a 12-week year. You only work 12 weeks?
2: No, a 12-week year just means that you take that you take what you're doing and you put it in 12-week categories.
1: Got it. <laughs> I'm just going, whoa,
2: how did she do that? How did she do that? Wow, she's, that's pretty cool. No, I'd say, yeah, so in other words, you chunk down what you're doing. So instead of thinking about... Like think of it in terms of revenue and think instead of thinking about making, you know, $500,000 a year, if that's your revenue goal, um, that you break it down into, you know, 125. How am I going to do 125? What are the projects I need to do? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the, You know, it's just taking any project and making it into a, a chunk of time so that you don't get overwhelmed with a year's full of to do's, which gives you a headache and makes you want to bag out.
1: Uh, Exactly. All right. So I I liked it, but I was kind of excited (laughs) 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 on that. All right. So the momentum going. So you're going to create kind of either a social media calendar, editorial calendar, writing your book calendar. What are we going to do? Yeah, an
2: editorial editorial calendar is just. What you're planning on posting um, and what you're planning on mostly for content. Right. You can add if you do it on Google, for example, on the Google Sheet, you can have a video PR, um, you know, speaking engagements, whatever. To keep it simple, it's just what are you writing? First thing is, what are you writing? What's the content? What's the platform? so that you have it um online or you have it in a digital folder so you can refer to it you can change it up you can repost it again in a few months right we don't have to one we don't have to just post mm-hmm. something once ever we can go back to the library Mm -hmm. um so this editorial calendar just makes it easier but for momentum i say you know you get for momentum you just have to think about what you want to do and you have to get jazzed up about it and you have to work just like a cycle right like everybody has a cycle if you're good in the morning do a lot in the morning if you're good at midnight then do it at midnight you can't you can't keep up the same you can't keep up working the same exact uh with the same energy all day long so Work when you're work when you when your energy's high and work out and and move move your body move your body you have to do that.
1: All right, and you you recommend whatever is the icky one you get rid of that first. That's what I heard yeah. you say. Okay. Yeah,
2: well, the hardest one.
1: All right. So we have like just a couple of minutes. Yeah. You talk about there's so many free PR marketing opportunities. What are your favorite three?
2: Well, um, I would say that I'm a big fan of Harrow. Um, um, Harrow is mm-hmm. a reporter.
1: right?
2: I, I think that's a super um, a PR opportunity um, and that people should sign up for that. Um, just be mindful about the ER, uh, about the email address. Um, I think another um, underrated uh, marketing opportunity is networking, right? Networking is basically free, um, depending, of course, you could join a group and there's a cost, but you can network with people and that's basically free because people, then you build a, 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 a referral circle and you can help other people and people like to help other people. Another free marketing thing is speaking. I mean, to be able to go out and speak to a group of people, Um, that are interested in what you write about or interested in your topic um, is a great marketing opportunity. And it connects you with a lot of people. I'm one, and I'd say social media, of course, in there too, but I'm one to many, like you can talk one person to one person, like a reporter or something, but one to many is, makes it so much easier for you. And it's, and it will make you feel that you're actually accomplishing something.
1: I love I love the one too many, uh, you know. To ha- how do you reach out and connect with with you as the one that you get to go out to many? Yeah, I, exactly. I, I love that idea. Yeah, it's it's terrific. All right, any other tidbits you'd like to share before we say goodbye to everybody?
2: Well, I have some. Um, I have some. Um Uh, On my blog, I have some book publicity information if somebody's interested in. I think I have something how to, I I don't remember exactly, but I welcome people to come to my blog to take a look, or if anybody wants to chat, happy to do that. I'm just a, I'm a fan of uh, making sure that people believe in themselves, believe in their projects, and know that it can happen. They can do anything that they want to do.
1: And I believe that too. All right, so... Robin's website, which is where you're going to find her blog, it's just Robinsamora.com and R-O-B-I-N-S-A-M-O-R-A. And I always love when I can have people who have that either marketing expertise um, or the publicity. Robin's got kind of a combo because they are their their blogs are rich with resources that can take you into another level. So that's why you want to follow them. And that, actually, when Robin I asked her her three fave, her second one was networking. This is the way to do it. So, Robin, thank you so much for being in touch with us and being with us today.
2: Thank you for having (laughs) me. Such a joy. I appreciate
1: it. Oh, and I appreciate you. All right, everyone. Thanks for being with us for your hour. And remember, your publishing and author success is always up to you. Remember, your words matter. We'll see you next week.